0: My name is Phil. This is Johnny. Uh, Johnny comes from Alpha. I came from Alpha three days ago and left three days ago, so I don't I don't come from Alpha anymore. Um, but I love them. Um, and this session is. Uh, it's normally called "Got Questions, and "Got Questions is a, a stream of things that we do at Alpha Youth. We did a couple of TV shows um, called God Questions with these sofas, and all around the world when these sofas come up, the point of them is that it's meant to represent a space where the voices of young people are valued and listened to, Um a, a saying that we say everywhere, is that listening is the love language of the next generation, and that's why we do this, so um, that's why we're here. Oh... I thought that was karaoke sound. Um, so today's uh, topic theme is justice. Please apologise, and I also apologise for my voice. Um, today's theme is justice, and we've actually got some extra people wanting to be on today, so we're going to do it in two sections. We're going to have a conversation with one group of young people and then a conversation with another group. Um, but throughout both conversations, you'll have me, and Johnny, and our guest speaker, who's coming off for the first time tonight, Esther Swafield-Bray. Would you welcome her to the sofa? Come on ahead. Yeah. Come, Come on over, seat. Esther.
1: Uh, Esther. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the, the more people that sit yeah. down, the more comfortable it gets. Yeah, so.
0: definitely. that vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody says that. Honestly, if you sit back, it's a bit more comfortable. Yeah. Maybe don't put your shoe on it. It might pop. But, um, <laughs> That's all right. Just send me your email and invoice you. Um, <laughs> so the first conversation uh, we're going to have is uh, with the two young people we've got from Bali Home and with Ruby and Poppy from yesterday. And in the second conversation, we've got three people from Orangefield, and one free space for one lucky member oh. of the crowd who decides, "Oh, I'd like to speak about justice on the <laughs> Alpha Sofa." So, Phil,
1: your voice is an absolute disaster. <laughs>
0: Hey, it's nasty. <laughs> um, could we have the four, four of you up now, please? Hold <laughs> on. <Alan. clears throat> wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Come, come, Heather, and join. Hello. Seek, seek discomfort. It's a very <clears throat> motivational saying on your T-shirt there. Um, so to start off with. Um, I'd, love to, I'd love you all to introduce who you are, what your name is, and your dream three-course meal. Um, well, this isn't like the whole, oh, if you were on death row and you were going to die, what would your three-course meal be? That's so overdone. This is like, even if it's specifically, like I would probably include my mum's chicken and broccoli bake at some point. Um, so very, very specific. So your name and your three-course meal, and don't overthink it. And we also want the drink you would have with it. That's important too. And we're going to start over here. There we go.
2: Um, sorry. <laughs> my name's Eva I'm 15 years old and my dream three course meal um, would probably be one of the little wing garlic breads I love them for a starter they're really good they're like one of my favourite foods uh, just classic fish and chips for okay. main and dessert I feel like this is a bit of a some people like this and some people don't but red velvet for cake choice, um, with apple juice. Can't get wrong with oh, nice. apple juice.
1: <laughs> you've, you've thought about this before.
2: <laughs> That's a really
3: classic choice. Right, hello everyone, I'm Esther. Um, thanks for having me on the sofa. Um, I'm a huge breakfast fan, so I'm going to go for a three-course breakfast. It's going to, oh no, I know, controversial. You're looking at me like she's mad. Um, it's going to begin with some pastries. It's going to peek at some sort of really bougie poached eggs and avocado toast thing. Yeah. And then we're going to finish it off with like um, really strong smoothie vibes. Um, yeah, I think that's me with a coffee, obviously. A flat white on the side. Thank you.
4: All right. I don't know if my taste is any good. I'm Chris, by the way. Uh, I'm 15 years old. Uh, to start off, I, I don't really know. I don't really get a three-course meal, but like, I, I guess I'll just have a decent, good snack to start. Off. Like, like, what would you say? How could I start a three-course meal? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never really had a three-course meal before. Sorry for that. I'm not telling you. <laughs> okay. Well, look, let's just skip the first meal. Like, okay, my second meal. I'm going to have like a genuine it's not three meals
0: three meals three courses in one meal three month. courses okay
4: go, go for oh right yeah okay right nachos yeah. right Good call. and then uh yeah I do love me some northern irish fry like you know just get I don't know if that's what you call it but like beans sausages get some of those like toast wedges things I don't know whatever it's pretty class um and then my dessert love me some cheesecake and you know let's just go for a hot chocolate so
0: so we we've just had nachos, followed by a fry, followed by cheesecake. What was the drink? Oh, stinking.
5: Um I'm Ruby and for my start starter I probably have the edamame from Wagamama. hmm Um <laughs> no, love it. Um and then for my main probably get Balbon in Belfast, if anyone's ever been there, love there. Um, then for dessert, probably my mum's lemon cake. Oh, I didn't say a drink, probably just water to be honest.
6: Hi, I'm Poppy, I'm 17. And for starter, I probably have like salt and chilli squid. I've only had it like once before and it's actually really good, so probably good for that. Um, and then steak for a main yes. and then dessert probably like tiramisu or pavlova
1: oh! nice be awesome. I and think I zero, zero. That is
0: Johnny you that love is tiramisu mess. I love tiramisu there's times so that we've been in London together and Johnny's been like I, I need to find somewhere that I can get a tiramisu <laughs>
1: tiramisu <laughs> if, if, put every hand if you've had ter, I mean you must have had tiramisu. do you not find it's almost like a spiritual experience if you get it if you get the right tiramisu I went on a Tiramisu tour once in Rome. Of course you did. um, And it was like a spiritual experience. Anyway, um, thanks for sharing, guys. We're going to ask Esther a question just to get us started. So Esther, uh, I guess we would love to hear a little bit about um, maybe just in a minute, like who you are, uh, uh, what you do. But then um, the question I would really like to ask you is Christians use... Uh, they throw these terms um different like language different words around all the time, and sometimes it 's not always obvious or clear what we mean by them yeah. so if we 're going to talk about justice, can you tell us like what you think justice is whenever Christians talk about it?
3: sure sure well to start off with just in terms of what i do um so my name's esther so i help to lead the work of ijm international justice mission here um across the uk um so you've heard a little bit about it from ben on the main stage i'm going to speak a little bit more tonight but basically our mission um around the world is to end um slavery and human trafficking So we do that. We work on the ground, in the trenches to both find and get people out of those situations. And then we work with governments to um, affect systemic change. Um, And what we're seeing is God doing incredible things all around the world in this particular space of freedom and justice and bringing change to whole nations. Um, It's pretty difficult, dangerous work at times. um, And yet we're seeing hope breaking through. Um, but you're right. Like the word justice is one of those weighty words, isn't it? That can mean a lot of things for a lot of different people. So, um, in terms of how um, I would define justice, and then I'm really keen to, to see if this resonates, um, is about making wrong things right, and about bringing people into right relationship, and that is right relationship with each other, right relationship with the planet, with creation, and right relationship with God. And um, and the work of justice, um, I think often has a couple of things in common. It will be about people. So it will be in, in relationship with people, but it'll also be about affecting big scale change. So um, justice might be about making sure that a refugee has a safe house to live in, but it will also be about making sure policies and systems are set up to treat people compassionately. Um, and in the work that we do, it's about you know helping people be free, but then helping people be safe in the first place. So yeah, wrong things right, people, systems, does that resonate?
1: I find that helpful, yeah. It's not the first time you've yes. answered that question. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really helpful.
0: I Oh, there's my daughter. Hello. <laughs> um, I'd like to ask is if there's any particular issue of justice that stands out to you and why so like issues of justice maybe climate change or creation care um, human trafficking racism poverty education access lack of water I'm out of my list uh, so I'm going to start with Johnny oh really um, yeah because okay. you did this to me yesterday and then you guys can think about it that sounds fair doesn't it and then Johnny can pass the mic to someone
1: okay. um So, like, one thing that is wrong in the world that really stands out to me is, um, so my wife works for an international development charity working in East Africa post-conflict zones, so parts of Africa where um, fairly recently there has been war and conflict. Uh, And she um, helps to effect change there and particularly around access to education. So um, it's like 80% of girls in the part of Africa where she's working um, don't continue their education after primary school. So by the time they're 10 or 11 years old, um, lots of them get married or even get pregnant. And um, culturally are uh, just kind of restricted and held back from finishing their education so um and 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 that makes me sound quite holy or or pious about it but I think the reason that I care about it so deeply is because I had an opportunity to go to some of those parts of the world where uh, she's working and to meet young people who are directly affected by that and um I think whenever you meet people who have been directly affected, it kind of gets under your skin in a way that that changes you and you can't you can't really forget. So that yeah. Keeping keeping girls in certain parts of the world in education to give them a whole different perspective and opportunity in life is one thing I kinda of really care about. You
0: can pass the pass the mic.
6: Um you basically, yeah, you basically said the one I was gonna say. Um education, definitely. Um I like look at Like the education that I have, and I'm so like um, I take it for granted so easily. Like it's just like an everyday thing, and it's something that like everyone around me has as well. And to think that that's something that um, especially girls in um, developing countries don't have at all, it's just like a downward spiral because then they can't get a job, they don't make money, and it's just it just gets worse from there. So I think education is a is a huge one
5: um yeah i would also probably agree with the education one. um sorry to disagree um but um our school charity um charlene's project in school um it sponsors girls in uganda to give them a chance to um get an education and all the charity work we do goes towards that and building houses and schools and everything so i feel like from year eight that's just kind of always been like drilled in not like drilled in, yes, in a bad way but just like been made like just highlighted to us how how important it is so definitely that
4: one great hot chocolate boy (laughs) um the issue of slavery really resonates with me because i always feel like i take so much of my life for granted like i look at all these opportunities i have like even to be here And just to be smiling and laughing, like, you know, I'm looking at these people who are, like, working in fields or working, you know, like, and they don't get a choice for the things they do. And I'm, then I'm looking at my life and looking at how much I get to do all these amazing things. And, you know, I just, I wish these people could have the same opportunity. Um, And, like, you know, I'd really love if these people could just have a better life for themselves, you know, and and go out and do amazing things, because... Yeah, so There's so many things that I get to do, there's so much opportunity I have in this life, and these people don't have any of that, and that's that's just not fair. Um, yeah.
0: Brilliant, thank you. Oh, Esther swerved the question there, look at that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like the lack of education and opportunity as well, because I feel like there's so many young people around the world in different communities that don't get to explore like the talent and skill that they have when you think about the success of like everyone in these types of countries. And then you think about everyone who's in poverty and isn't able to do anything about it and could really be doing something wonderful with the resources that we have. So,
0: Brilliant. Esther. <laughs>
3: That's great. Um, I mean, all of what you've raised is super important. I would add, um, Obviously, I'm very passionate about seeing an end to human trafficking and slavery. There's um, a second part for me, which is um, around the climate crisis, um, which um, sees all these situations that we've talked about, whether that's people in slavery um, or people living in poverty, become more vulnerable. And I think that's a, a real justice issue of our generation that we're all having to wrestle with at the moment. So for me, that's another forefront um, issue as well.
0: Brilliant. Eric, could you... Keep it down, please. Thanks. Um, I'll ask the next question, because you don't have a microphone. Um, do you, Ruby, and everyone else, believe that you can have an impact on the world? And why or why not?
5: Um, I think individually, it's obviously a lot harder to make an impact on the whole world, like just yourself. So I feel like for myself, I'd probably say no because I'd be, I feel like I'm more of that kind of a person to be more like negative sometimes. So I feel like I would say no for myself, but like, yes, for other people, <laughs> I don't know. Cause obviously it has been done. Like one person can change the world. It is possible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Same
6: with Ruby. I think it's all about like mentality and um, like being with other people as well, like you can't do it individually. It's like physically impossible. You have to be with other people to be able to change the world. So obviously, like um, missions and big organisations like IJM and um, like charities, things like that. That's that's how you can change the world, not not individually. I think. Thank you. Um, I actually feel like
2: face to face you can, because of the aspect of what you say and encourage others to do I feel like it carries on in a line and I feel like even individually even if you make a small impact I feel like it just travels so and widespread I think it's great to include yourself in things uh, because when we work together it works like in a much more extravagant way but I really love that and um
3: yeah I often like to picture like a mosaic like if you take like one tile out it's not very impressive but when you put it in like hundreds or thousands of things it makes beautiful picture and I feel like the work of justice sometimes feels like that like you can do your little bit but when you put that amongst you know hundreds thousands of others it can make something really beautiful and so I guess like how yeah I tender pages like I can't do everything but I can do something and I'm working what well, that something is that feeds into a much bigger story. Um, it could be hard though to, to have that perspective because your little piece might not feel like much but yet when you put it with something bigger a really beautiful picture can happen.
4: Yeah there's so much you can do as an individual but as well you know when you work with a group it's just like doubling and just, you know, even just you're creating such a massive, massive impact, Um, but you can do a lot with just being kind. I think being kind, you can create such an impact on others because it just has, it's like a relay effect. It's kind of what Eva said, um, there's just such a, a relay on kindness. I feel like if in school everybody was kind, um, which it's not really that way, but you know, if, if everybody if everybody was kind at school, then I feel like that would kind of go on to other schools because you know they'd see that trend and they'd you know begin to be more kind to everybody else. Um, so you can do a lot as an individual, but you can also do a lot being a part of a group of individuals. So I love that. Um,
1: in 30 years' time, if uh, if you could look back in, on 30 years in, of your life or 25 years of your life and um, say that you'd been able to make some kind of difference to something in the world that's wrong, um, what would you like to look back on and say, I, I made a difference to, to that thing? Um, I'm going to ask Esther first, and that will give you guys two minutes to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: let me understand the question in 30 years time if I wanted to see a difference made yeah in
1: in 30 years time um what would you like to look back on and Mm. say I've I've made a difference in that
3: yeah I love that okay made a difference in that for me honestly it is this whole issue of modern slavery and human trafficking um and and the reason in 30 years time, I believe that we could have changed the story because we're seeing it start to happen already. We're seeing thousands of people brought to freedom each year and we've seen the statistics of whole nations begin to shift. And so it feels like we're at a bit of a tipping point where if we um, and you guys as a generation... Um, could leverage your collective voice and action and hope um, that we could really shift the dial and I would love in 30 years time to look back and say like we were the generation where it started to tip where we said enough is enough we said we're not going to stand for the fact that there are people making our clothes that aren't free and we're not going to stand for the fact um, that, that there are um, yeah, women and girls who are in slavery, even in our cities. And we're going to be the generation that are going to take the stands. And I'd love for In 30s Time to look back and be able to talk about slavery in the past tense. Um, we can't do that at the moment. But wouldn't it be cool if we were like, this stops on our watch? That That's like my dream.
0: Brilliant. We'll go this way first.
2: Um, I feel like I, I too would love if we could all pull together and work on a big world issue. But even now, I feel like so many people are divided. Currently, even though like in this generation you have every- so much that ties us together, like social media and everything. But I feel like even just as a singular person, like I'd love to make an impact on others, like just mental health and people's perspective on the world, I feel like is a good thing to change because I feel like if you can change that, then you can reach much more. So
4: brilliant, thank you um you know if if I could look back on myself in thirty years time, I would love to know that I was someone who just like made a brighter impact on people's lives, like have that clear evidence that I've changed someone's story um you know if it was like in slavery or something like that, um you know, knowing that I've changed their story forever uh, that would that would really just like totally make me feel better as a person and uh, that's probably that, that i would love to be in that place brilliant
5: um i think i definitely would love to get involved in mission trips um, to kind of get that like feeling under your skin that you said about earlier to kind of like kick start that like passion for it um, and like look back and like just have those memories and like of all the people that you've impacted positively um, on missions, not even like really far afield, just even in local community as well.
6: Yeah, same as Ruby, I think missions are really important. Um, I think as obviously as a Christian, our ultimate mission on this earth is to spread the word of God and so to look back and think um, that you made a difference in people's lives who may never have seen the Bible, who may never have heard of Jesus ever before um, and yet knowing that you, that you went out and you were able to, to introduce them to Jesus for the first time would be, would be my ultimate dream, yeah.
0: Brilliant. I'd like people to remember my real voice. Friends, would you give it up for our first panel? Well done, well done everybody. Get off the sofa nice and slow Nice and slow Oh, you're staying, Esther Yes,
1: Esther, you're going to stay oh, and we've Now, three now I'm really
0: low Oh my goodness, yeah Oh,
1: Quickly uh, okay. We've got three friends yes. from Orangefield and, So and, boys are going to come and join
0: us We've one space We've we one space um, Oh yeah st- right. Stand up if you'd like to fill the We're gap gonna, Come oh, on ahead Oh, he is very g- She is very <laughs> keen so yes. Come, come forward, my friend Go on, oh, Alice. Yep, okay. Have a
1: seat. And yeah, that's perfect. I'm more comfortable now that everyone's sat down. Yep. So it's the same question. Uh, tell us your name um, and where you're from, and then talk us through like if you could have any three courses lined up just the way you want them. Uh, tell us what you would order, and we'll start over here.
7: Hello. Um, my name is Isaac. Um, and my three-course meal would probably be um, dough balls with yeah, garlic <laughs> and butter um, and then my main meal would probably be a pepperoni pizza from Pizza Express probably and then for my dessert probably be a banoffee or something like that
0: <laughs>
8: and then
7: drink would be Diet Coke
8: Hi, so I'm Mark Harrison. I'm 13 years old. Um, my starter would most likely be cheesy garlic bread from Greens Pizza. And then my main would most likely be honey chilli chicken from like a Chinese with fried rice. has to be fried. And then for my dessert, I'd most likely get um, chocolate brownie with vanilla ice cream. And then, as a
0: drink, Coke Zero. Oh, come over here. Hello.
9: Hi. <laughs> I'm Alice and do I, put um, I probably have like those prawn crackers. And then I'd have Shepherd's Pie. And then I'd have um like a Yazoo. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, sorry. Sorry.
0: Sorry. sorry. <laughs> well, where are you from? Um, vanilla. No, no, where, where, where are you from? Belfast. Orangeville. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you. Nickel effects that. A vanilla
3: <laughs> What's a Yazzie? It's vanilla milk. It's vanilla milk.
10: Did everybody else know that? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah.
10: yeah sorry. Um I'm Jason, and uh, my three-course meal. Have you ever had those pita-breads? Uh, and hummus from Nando's yeah yeah I'd yeah. go for that for my starter
0: I thought you were just finishing with those pita breads <laughs> you had those breads
10: um, for my main I'd probably have like noodles with like soy sauce and that's just it um,
0: and then <laughs> <laughs> sorry this is this is your dream like you're not having to cook it like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough okay
10: um, and then my dessert probably just ice cream yeah um, that's difficult probably like vanilla just yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean truthfully like I'm so sad right now <laughs> 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 noodles with soy sauce is your dream man <laughs> followed by Yazoo over here and then um, with my
10: drink I'd go for a J2 okay
0: ah yeah I mean peaked well done brilliant if you want to pass the mic beside you to Esther, um, oh my <clears throat> Um Esther, Bless you. your question is a different one this time. Great. you have uh, it's 34 minutes past four. You've got until 36 to give us your testimony.
3: Great. Okay. Great. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, um, my testimony. um, So I uh, grew up in an amazing um, Christian home. So um, there's never a time in my life when I actually would say that I didn't know Jesus. So I was taken on to church as a young child. My dad is a church leader. Um, And uh, when I was about 15, I decided to get baptized um, and always was going well until um, I was about 18. And it was a couple of days, actually, before my 19th birthday that I found out my parents were splitting up. And then um, that came as a huge shock to me and sort of rocked my world. And I went on a gap year to, um, to do various things. And during that time, I was working through a lot of stuff. And um, it was a couple of days before my 20th birthday. So fast forward like a whole year when I would pitched up at university. And um, I basically reached a bit of a kind of point in my life. Um, where a lot of my life had changed a lot of what I had taken for granted had changed the ground was shifting my family didn't look like my family anymore and I had a bit of a decision moment and a friend asked me are you in or are you out and um, it was a simple question as that are you in or are you out for Jesus and um, I made a decision that I was in and it was that simple for me um, to yeah where my world had sort of been rocked so much, my foundations and shifted, one thing hadn't changed. Um, and that was Jesus' steadfast love for me. And so I sort of re, re-jumped in and haven't looked back since. Um, it's a simple testimony. And it was a simple question from a lovely friend. Are you in or are you out? And um, for me, Jesus has never changed. Perfect, perfect
1: timing. <laughs> So um we can chat a little bit more about this uh, question of justice in a moment like things that are wrong in the world that we have a sense God would want to put right and would want to use us to put right. Maybe as well we can talk a wee bit. I think we've talked about things that are quite, like, macro. Like, they're huge, you know, they're quite global. And, like, maybe we can chat also about things that are, like, smaller and things that are kind of more, like, immediate on our landscape. But anyway, um, let's just start by asking you guys, um, is there one thing that you've heard so far from main stage that spoke to you, impacted you? You thought, that's really good, I'm not going to forget that. Or is there anything you sense God has been saying to you through some of the content on Main Stage? And let's ask Jason. Um, Okay.
10: (laughs) So on the first night, whenever Rachel was speaking, just at the end, whenever uh, she was telling us about the prodigal son... Um, that the father was so loving, even though, like, the son had betrayed uh, him so much. And I think that just struck me that that's how much God loves us as well. Like, no matter how much we can sin and not and neglect him, like, he will love us, like, so much. Thank you.
1: Isaac?
7: Yeah, when this morning when Pippa was talking about like the Holy Spirit um, when she was talking about the man who had a sore back and a man helped him and prayed for him and then two seconds later his back was completely fine like that's just so amazing like that happened and yeah that.
8: Um. so something that really hit me really hard was yesterday when Pippa was talking about how God lives inside of us. Lives inside of us through the Holy Spirit, and how we don't let God through everything. We may struggle some stuff, and we may keep God out of it. So we may be embarrassed about being a Christian. So we may keep God away from our friends because we're embarrassed, and we're not spreading the gospel, which we could really do. And we could just bring our friends to church and then just hit Argentina.
9: One thing that stuck out to me was this morning, and um, she was saying how like God was like guiding her to go into like the student accommodation thing, and then when she went out, like she found like the perfect house for her, and it just like shows you that like God can talk to you and He knows like what's coming.
0: Great, thank you. I'd like to ask you if there's something in the world that you know breaks God's heart, but that you maybe struggle to really really care about um so for example what should i say what is my example of this oh wow um for for example like i i'm aware uh, or i was aware for a long time that climate change is a problem and it matters to care for the environment but if i'm telling the truth for quite a long time i didn't really care like and that's the harsh reality I've fixed that guys I've tried to fix that I'm trying to live a better life the other thing is I to raise money for people that didn't have water and yet still had 25 minute showers in the morning so I was like living two lives so that'll be my example so we're going to start uh, Esther what have you got for us? oh
3: no <laughs> yeah that's a really good question um, oh there's there's lots I think that I wish that I was kind of like more there and more on it and more 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 kind of like passionate about. Um I'm trying to think of a a, a really recent example. Um, let me think. Okay, so naturally I get quite angry at injustice if I'm honest. But I think actually um I absolutely love Tear Fund, by the way, and I just want to absolutely commend their work. The whole kind of, like, rubbish campaign I've struggled to get on board with because I'm like, great, I can, I can save plastic, but the world is on fire. Like, and honestly, um, it's taken me a while. I think I'm getting there, though. I've caught up with that. But, um, yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I could kind of catch up a bit.
0: Yeah. Great, yeah. yeah. thank you.
9: Um, one for me is, like, when, like, ordering online with, like, clothes, like, I don't really care, like, if the clothes... It sounds really bad, but, like, I, like Child like child labor and stuff like them making the clothes, like I kind of just want like cheap clothes. I don't really think about like all the children having to make them and stuff. But obviously that's under bad. But I don't yeah. I really care. But
1: it's yeah. I think like so the way that everything's presented to you from the from the day you were born, Alice like everything that presents itself to you when you walk into a shop, like every bar of chocolate you've ever lifted, nobody is there in that moment. To say anything about where it came from or how, you know. So I think, I think I I'm exactly the same as you. Like everything that I've ever eaten or worn or bought, um, I've always found it really, really hard to remind myself that there's like a story behind behind it. Like somebody somebody was part of the process that brought it to the shelf, kind of thing. But but I then I learned to be more gentle with myself because I realized that actually from the day I was born that's how it's been presented to me so it was like I'm I refuse to feel like over overwhelmed or guilty about this but I will I will try to um understand better like how this thing I'm buying this hoodie that I'm buying online actually ended up on my doorstep you know um same question to you guys is there there anything in that whole like is there anything wrong with the world that you think, do you know what, I would I would love to be more passionate or I would love to care more about that, but it's not always easy. Like, it's difficult to remind yourself of why it matters. Yeah. It's maybe quite a hard question. Um, I don't... <laughs> Just say <saying>, it, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one it's not being recorded. Like, what was the question again, sir? Yeah, so... um. Is there anything, maybe, maybe I, c- I could put it in a, a more positive way. Like, is there anything, um, is there anything in the world around us that you feel like is wrong, that does annoy you and you feel like it probably annoys God as well, that that thing is the way it is? Like, is, is there anything you notice that you think that it actually annoys me that, that the world is like this? and it, it probably hurts it, it hurts God's heart at the same time that's a more positive question.
7: yeah I would say like racism in my school there's so much racism like there's like loads of Asian boys that come into our school and boys are just like so mean to them saying really rude stuff and I'm really annoyed with that so I just sometimes try to speak up but it's hard sometimes because they could like hurt you but I feel like that could really hurt God as well yeah.
0: Brilliant.
8: Um, I feel like something that we really need to think about more is slavery like aiming at child slavery because we're all here most, the majority of us are children we come from a good family, good house we have food on our table at home and that we can go to church but some children don't have that they're trapped in an environment which none of us would want to be in just struggling and working and not even getting paid for it, not getting anything out of it. And quite a lot of them will spend the rest of their life trapped and they can't do anything about it. And it just, like, really irritates
10: me how they have no say. And, no grip. Um. Yeah, I'm the same as Mark. Like, we take it for granted our freedom over here. And in other countries, like, this this might not be able to happen because maybe Christians are persecuted and slavery as well. People might not even hear God, God's uh, word through, uh, because they're being trapped in sl- slavery like their entire lives.
0: Brilliant. One last question. Um, we're going to start with you, so you just keep that microphone. Okay. Okay. If you could click your finger fix one thing in the world and here's the catch with this one so it's good you're going first you can not say something someone else has said um, so if you could right. click your finger and fix one thing in the world, what would it be?
10: Um, I would make everyone know God because I think it's unjust that God loves us so much but not everyone else like everyone doesn't know God and yeah
1: I think that's where um any kind of right relationship with each other begins isn't it people have to have an opportunity to hear good news in a good way that they are known and loved um so yeah that, that's the right answer let's just um I'm giving. I'm buying you a minute to think, because um, you can't repeat something somebody else has said, according to Phil. But uh, if you click your fingers and make one thing that's wrong with the world go away, do you know? Um, if I could do that, it would be. Um, I think people's uh, attitude to each other in Northern Ireland across the religious divide. So, um, as I've got older, I've like tried to educate myself more about what happened in our own country, um, and I was probably this, the first generation ever who grew up not really understanding what had happened. Um, and yet my, I could see in the attitudes of my parents and the way that they kind of talked to me uh, that evidently something really, really serious had happened. We'd effectively, you know, nearly fallen into a civil war, and I've tried to educate myself about that, and the thing that I would love to click my fingers and and make happen is for some of our um, leaders and people in responsibility with influence to to be more um, repentant in their tone for what we did to each other, so it's not one side or the other, but just right across the board. I would love um, leaders of influence in Northern Ireland to um, say sorry more often and more meaningfully for what we did to each other 30 years 40 years 50 years ago so um, there you go i've bought you a minute um if you could click your fingers uh no one can take
0: that one night (laughs) yeah that's right
1: um
8: something that i would really want to change is racism because just because some people have a different skin tone doesn't separate them from other people because there's nothing you can do about it but people just harass them for it and make fun of them for something that they can't change so there's no point really attacking someone for something that which isn't their fault they were just born with a different skin tone and there's, there's no real difference between let's say black people and white people and there's no need to say negative things about them since there's nothing they can do about it Great
7: Um, For me, I would just say for everyone just to be nice to each other. Instead, like, just because you're doing something that someone else doesn't like doesn't mean you have to be rude about it. Like, anything you do, someone will always think it's bad. So I just would change that.
0: Great. Run over here.
9: Um, I'd probably change, like, animal abuse, but... I know that, like, we sort of need, like, pigs and cows and stuff for, like, food. I'm not saying, like, we should be vegetarian, but I'm just saying, like, as in, like, rhinos and stuff, like, I think we should stop killing them and, like, abusing dogs. They should just, like, find another way of food or something, I don't know. Like, just, like, stop animal
0: abuse. Brilliant. Esther, you finish us off.
3: Yeah. Um, So, I think there'd be something for me around recognising every individual's dignity and worth which would cut across a lot of what we're all saying um to be honest so whether that is slavery or racism or um, women's empowerment there's something about recognizing that everybody's made in the image of God and therefore is worthy of welcome and love and friendship and generosity and freedom and dignity and all of the things Um, something goes wrong where we see other people as lesser whether that's in the political arena or in our own day-to-day lives or in the way that we um, consume around us. So for me, that is recognizing that everybody is made in the image of God. And that would be the dream.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank thank you. (laughs) I'd click my fingers and fix this. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for coming to our seminar. And that's us. Give it up for our panel. Great job.